Hello, awesomers. It's your old buddy, Steve Simonson. And yes, it's happened. <laughs> you clicked on the podcast. Guess what? The podcast played. Whether it's video or audio, my smooth, sultry voice is coming at you live. Uh, well, maybe, maybe live to you, but it's recorded. You know how I know it's recorded? Because I'm recording it right now. I'm putting it on tape. That's right. We had that discussion earlier about tape. And uh, for those who don't know about the 1970s, things were recorded on tape. Uh, now everything's digital, so you can look that up in the Rolodex. You don't know what a Rolodex is? All right, we're really off to a slippery slope here. So I'm just going to cut, hard cut, over to episode number 234, awesomers.com slash 234. That's what we're doing. That's why we're here. That's what the tape will show. And all you need to uh, do is go to that website to see show notes details, and you'll be glad that you did. By the way, that's something you can share on Facebook or the Twitters or the YouTubes or any of the rest of it. Uh, I understand there's new social networks out there. Listen, share it wherever you want. Share it with your friends, your family. Really, take it to your church. Let's put it up on the big screen, and everybody can learn something. Now, we're in the midst of the Axiom, Steve's Axiom miniseries. And we're on axiom number 19 out of 26. So it's really counting down. And this is a lot like, you know, New Year's. Something's going to blow, right? Uh, it could be me, by the way, because I'm doing this in a marathon recording session. Those watching on video have noticed perhaps occasionally my background changes, but I'm developing more stubble, right? The five o'clock shadow, it's coming in more and more as it's past five o'clock by far. And the t-shirt's getting sweatier and sweatier. So for you audio listeners, let me just describe not a pretty picture. Nevertheless, we're pressing on to Axiom 19. And like a lot of axioms, they work together. And Axiom 19 is very um, a clear enunciation, kind of, of Axiom 18. So Axiom 18 was you get what you get. No. It was not, you get what you get. Something is better than nothing. It's what Axiom 18 was. Whew, I almost missed that one. But Axiom 19 is iteration is the key to perpetual progress. Now, the reason I mentioned 18 19 together is because they really do work together. A lot of what I've talked about in 18 is something being better than nothing is that iterative movement, right? And and so I then I decided I this is, by the way, these axioms came over the course of years. It wasn't like I'm recording these back to back, or you're hearing them back to back. It took years for me to put all these together. And it turns out to actually articulate iteration is the key to perpetual progress. That being axiom 19, that was a key, right? We took and we said, you know what? We are, we, we are incrementalists. We want to make incremental progress. Uh, we are not going to try to have one big idea that blows up and, and you know, conquers the world. We're going to have a series of, I don't know, actions, tactics, ideas, products. And across that breadth of ideas and iterative uh, steps, we're going to get better and better. And I truly believe it is the key, not just to progress, but to perpetual progress. That's a big key for you to think about. Iteration is the key to perpetual progress right? That, that it may sound nuanced to you, and, and perhaps it is, but I want you to be perpetually making progress. That is a fundamental that I think entrepreneurs miss. They, they move in these spurts of, 
high energy, now low energy, high energy, now low energy. Uh, or they are just kind of chaotic and it's like, we're doing a lot of stuff. We don't know if we're actually making progress, right? They're not using some of the prior axioms to measure against, right? No score, no game or juice worth the squeeze. So I want you to make progress. That's different than being perpetually in motion, right? If there's perpetual motion and you're making progress, done, cool, wonderful. If you are not and you're just spinning revolutions for the sake of it, not so good. I had a guy who worked for me and he worked his guts out. He was a really hard worker. He just didn't do anything that produced any results. He was the hardest working, no results guy ever. And a nice enough fellow as well, but he he's like, well, but I get up early and I stay up late and you know I work overnight. I'll do whatever. And it's like that doesn't matter. Your results are not good, and you know you're not getting the the, the vision. You're not getting the gist of what you need to do. And ultimately, uh, he was not using iteration to make progress. He was using just kind of motion. So motion is not what creates progress exactly. Motion creates you know action or action and um, you know, getting things going is kind of that the step to starting, but improving and kind of maintaining the momentum, you have to iterate. You have to keep making incremental decisions. So what are some examples of that? You know, in finance, we talked about a chart of account several axioms ago. If you have a chart of accounts and you don't know how to use it, maybe this month you decide you're going to spend some hours learning how to uh, make a proper chart of accounts or what does an e-commerce chart of accounts look like? right? Just do some investigation. Maybe you just need some general overview of how to read a P&L, cash flow statement, balance sheet. That little iteration, it's a key to progress, right? Maybe it's about hiring. Go read the book, It's a Manager, right? It's, it's the manager is actually the title, where it talks about why people leave companies. Why is there turnover? Why are company cultures negative? Answer, it's the manager, right? It's all part of that strengths-based leadership kind of curriculum that we believe in so much. So that's a little incremental progress towards your HR training and, and becoming a better manager. A little, we talked about a little finance training. What about a little merchandising training? Well, go do some product research. Maybe check out the product savants methodology for picking products. If you're an advanced seller, know how to do a launch, maybe even buy a, a, a product savants product. But incrementally, you wanna learn different ways people are picking products and validating the ideas. And uh, then, of course, that's just on the merchandising side. What about the marketing side? How are people doing launches? What's the most current methodology there? What's the common thinking? You have to find all of your business functions and make incremental, iterative progress. And so this Axiom 19, I'm going to repeat it again, iteration is the key to perpetual progress. I... I I really, really love this because I am not a perfection guy. This may come as a shock to some of you, but I don't try to do things perfect on day one because I don't think it's possible. And I think if you try to launch in a perfect way, you're destined for trouble. And I'll give you an example. Uh, we were going to try to buy a, a public company that had raised $130 million, and we were going to try to buy them for about – a million dollars and they were already public so we were going to do what's called a reverse ipo and they had already failed that's why they're potentially for sale certainly not at their original capitalization basis and we wanted 
some of their technology, we want some of their business model, and we wanted ultimately their public company because we could just reverse into it. And now we've got financials and we've got, you know, we don't have to do all the expensive uh, public fundraising. To do that, to make that reverse IPO work, we would have had to um, outbid other people. So this wasn't just a one horse race. But part of the due diligence process was us flying down to California, right back, uh, the Bay Area is full of dot-com fails. And we went to their office, nice offices, our crappy offices, right? We looked at, they brought out all these books of all their systems, right? Just stacks and stacks and stacks, feet and feet high of all their systems and processes and ideas and documentation and this and that. I mean, it was substantial. And they had to do that in part because they're a public company. And they had a big team and a big organization. But we had none of that, and we were far more successful than them, right? So what does that mean? It means in my world, and again, I'm not saying what my ideas are apply to everybody, but for me, and I think many entrepreneurs, iteration is the key to perpetual progress, right? So if you have these ideas, if you believe that you're on the right track, you can't bite the whole elephant at once. You got to take little bites. It's not a really, not a great visual, frankly. But the whole point is whether it's, you know, putting a puzzle, you got to do one piece at a time, pick your favorite little metaphor. We must consider incremental iterative process being the key to maintaining that perpetual advancement, right? You don't have the, the luxury, I certainly don't, of being able to just be perfect on day one or even day 100 or perhaps day 1000. But boy, the difference between what we're doing on day one versus day 100 versus day 1000 is extraordinarily different, right? And all of that is because iteration is that foundation, is that key to perpetual progress. There's no doubt about that. Again, for me, for people like me, for I think in general entrepreneurs, it's not the same if you're, uh, you know, launching a securities-driven company, you know, that where you have to be licensed with all these different things, or you're engineering a, you know, medicine or whatever. You got all these FDA regulations to go through. There's even though the the foundation of iteration is the key to progress, you have to do some things before other things, right? And maybe that goes back to do what needs done when it needs doing. Everybody, even those big companies, this I think is largely true. Uh, in fact, you know, earlier I was probably giving you guys an out to say it's it's not true in every case, but now I say it's true in every case. Iteration is the key to perpetual progress. <laughs> Full stop. That's the way it is. Everybody just take it to the bank. Just believe me. Like, what's your alternative? Who else are you going to believe? Come on, be, be honest. <laughs> who else? Who else is there to believe besides old good old buddy Steve? I've got good news. This has been Axiom Nineteen. It's in our mini-series, 26 axioms of Steve's crazy thoughts and or gold nuggets. You decide. It's been episode 234. That's awesomers.com slash 234 to see show notes and details. And I could give you countless examples of iteration being the key to perpetual progress. But I suspect in your guts you know it's true and that maybe you can uh, lower – your expectations, uh, or to quote Larry David, curb your enthusiasm just a hair, uh, just to make that incremental progress uh, or that make those iterative moves to maintain that perpetual progress. 
Uh, I'm mashing it up a little for your benefit, but I think you kind of get it. So again, thanks everybody. Uh, share, subscribe, review, do all those things. Uh, I'm not going to give you the whole song and dance today, but I do want to say that I love entrepreneurs. And I thank you personally for watching or listening, whatever you're doing, wherever you're doing it. And for those that have left the review and, and uh, shared and, and so forth, I, heartfelt thank you as well. I do see those reviews. I read every review um, and, and they mean something to me. So thank you again and we'll see you next time, everybody. Bye-bye.